And you're back with Pagan's World Radio. I almost said Pagan's tonight. It shows you how much those ingrains over a decade of it uh, happened to it. I've been thinking about how we've created and how we continue to create our very wonderful system in the world. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Pagan's Tonight went, went from 2009 to 2019 and still continues today at the site and it was like a decade of bringing you all the pagan voices. And getting back into radio just reminded me of that. And one of the things I really enjoy doing, and as, as everybody knows, asking questions. And we've been asking a lot of questions uh, on my personal Facebook page. And also it's been spreading out a little bit. And I've asked over 3,000 3, questions in the last 13 years. And so kind of with this new project, Pagan World Project, I've just said, hey, let me let me look for voices that have not been spoken out so much. Have doing great projects. And tonight, keeping with that project on the second Tuesday, is Edward Chase. And so, with Solitary Pagan Haven and Las Vegas Solitary Pagan uh, Haven. And he said, I'll volunteer. And he goes, okay. And he said, this is where we're at. Keeping to my promise of, of bringing new voices. And I am going to learn about... Uh, Edward here, along with yourself. Well, welcome aboard, sir. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. This is a new experience for me as well, getting out my word a little bit more out to the public. Uh, my name is Edward Chase. Uh, mm-hmm. I have been pagan for about 15 years. I am very eclectic, but I follow very strictly an Egyptian path working. Okay. I love working with the community. I worked mm-hmm. with Pagan Pride here in Las Vegas for five years. I ran it. That's about two or three years ago, but um, I do dialysis now, so I couldn't keep up with my health with it, unfortunately, and had to pass it on. But it was a fun time working with the community. Um, let's see. Solitary Pagan's so, Haven. Yeah, go ahead. So let me, let's go ahead and talk about that. You were Pagan Pride in Las Vegas. You know, when I visited uh, Vegas recently, uh, a couple, not too long ago, oh my God, it's only been two years, a little more than two years ago, when I started going over to the, um, Vegas, uh, we talked about a mutual friend of ours, Mar- Marissa, mm-hmm. uh, who runs Sin City Witches and I Witches, and she's done this sort of kind of amazing job of how little known Las Vegas pagans are known to the United States as general. You hear a lot about the coastals, but I've heard very little about Las Vegas. So I think that's very exciting that you, that you're there. And you, you have a pagan pride there. Whatever presence, pagan presence is there for pagans in Las Vegas? Well, there's several shops in town, from crystal shops to magical shops. Some of them are owned by individuals. Some of them are a little bit bigger company-owned shops and stuff. There are a few covens out there. There are a few other groups out there. Uh, there's a big druid group out here. Um, let's see. There's a lot. If you Google it for Las Vegas, Las Vegas, you'll be able to find a lot of them out there. And once you find out how to find me, if you want to get a hold of me, I can point you in the right direction because I know a lot of the leaders in these organizations where I can say, hey, let me pass your information mm-hmm. on to them so I can get a hold of you. And that's part of the community working together. That makes sense, and, and you want to uh, do so. If you ever look at Pagan World Directory, we're building a directory 
that will can help you connect the world. And um, so yeah, and I, so I, I I really fell in love with uh, uh, with Las Vegas, I've, the idea of the Las Vegas community. Uh, I know you have the monthly coffee shops and everything else, but what do you, so can you, so for people who don't know, people think of Vegas as very much America's adult Disneyland. And, and I was looking there, there's not a lot of, believe it or not, there's a lot of Americana in Las Vegas. Every brand you can imagine, every shop you can imagine in big ways, but there's not a lot of what I would call fantasy magic. You don't have wizards. You don't have Disney there. You, you don't have, you know, cartoon characters. You have like actors and comedians, and I thought that's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. If you go, if you go into Times Square, you have Disney. You have Eminem characters. You really don't. You have an Eminem factor, but it's not full of Eminem characters. You don't have a lot of fantasy there, but you have a lot of Americana. Does that really? Have, so, so people. I don't know. That affected me that I didn't think there would be that much magic out there, but there is a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, there is, but a lot of it, or some of them are newbies just coming into their feeling mm-hmm. about the energy and understanding or trying to understand what it is. And groups like Marissa and my group um, are able to show those people, hey, this is what mm-hmm. it's about. It's a way of doing magic as a group, keeping mm-hmm. your individuality, whatever your path works. Because my theory is when you do any kind of energy work, like for healing, you have a Druid, you have an Egyptian, you have a Celtic. They all do that healing spell for that person. The energy all goes up, but when it goes up to the divine, it comes back down, it's one healing energy. So you can keep your individuality of how you do it. It still has the same result to help. Makes sense. Now, the next, so you, you, you talk about Egyptian path. And... Um, so you have the Luxor Hotel. I think that's an important piece. And actually, I have gotten now, I've gotten at least two pieces of information on it about the fact that, you know, it projects light into it, out into uh, space. It has like a laser on top. It's a actually perfect pyramid in a lot of ways. It generates energy. And, and people, and some of the people there, with all seriousness, thinks that it is part of what keeps uh, Vegas kind of magically balanced in some way. And uh, you were mentioning Egyptian Pathway. What do you think about the Luxor? And it's sort of, it's, it's, it's a beautiful place. I got to stay on the 13th floor there. A few years ago before they, I don't remember what company took over the 13 conglomerate casinos out here, like Excalibur mm-hmm. and the Luxor. They had Excalibur had swords and shields and wonderful things there that made you feel like dragons, stuffed dragons and stuff. And mm-hmm. Luxor had a beautiful museum with real artifacts, actual artifacts from Egypt. A lot of those things have been removed, unfortunately, for whatever reason. I can't say because I don't have an absolute answer for you. But it mm-hmm. still has an appeal. If you go in there, you can see the way the, the employees are dressed and stuff and the in the times and stuff, which makes it a little magical. Mm-hmm. But, but, but they talk about mm-hmm. that they collected all the energy and that has that laser on top. And I thought that was kind of very interesting. Um, I get to stay on the 13th floor. They're one of the hotels that aren't afraid of the 13th floor. 
they actually have it numbered on their elevator. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um, so what, and the last time I was there, there people found, it was very strange because the last time I was there, people found fairy gardens up in the mountain. They didn't know where they came from. It was actually made the news. Mm. So, um, in this idea of magic, what do you, so what is it that makes Vegas, I see a lot of that energy around Vegas because it's a summer land. What is it that makes it a community? I mean, how do you guys work as a community? I'm always fascinated by that. Well, from a magical standpoint, we get together, we help stuff, we do celebrations like Pagan Pride. A lot of people go to Ren Fair every year to have that little bit of togetherness right there of the Renaissance time and magic of that era. So there's events throughout the year. There's like uh, Pirate Fest, which isn't really magical, but, you know, people get a chance to fantasize, be something else. And that brings people together when they can get away from the common, I go to work, I get up, I go home, pay the bills. <clears throat> it gives them a chance to dress differently, go out and just be a little bit different, something that they want to be. And there you go. And so, okay, so let's get back to you. How did you get involved in all this whenever you did? There must have been, uh, well, you mentioned 15 years. But it's been about 12 years that I started this solitary pagan's haven. It was an idea back when MySpace was really big, before Facebook and all this stuff was really popular. And I was looking at how many pagans are around the United States and around the world. I mm -hmm. said, why can they not unite and work together, but at the same time, keep their individuality of what they believe in? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of solitaries out there that I'm not saying anything's wrong with covens. It's all great if you like a group setting or if you like to just do your stuff personal and by yourself, they're solitary. So mine's kind of generated more towards the solitaries that can come. I mean, if you belong in a company, you want to come, you're invited as well to get a little taste. But I started networking with different groups around the United States, different pagans, New Jersey and other places. And this is how I learned to teach. Also, the friends, I may have like 6,000 friends on Facebook. Not that I talk to them all the time. However, they get a hold of me when they need them. And we exchange information. They say, well, how do you do that? I say, well, how do you do it? And then I learn the student becomes the teacher or the teacher becomes a student one way or the other. But you learn from each other, and that's part of community there by sharing information that helps better off things. And as I kept going, I got into Pagan Pride. Somebody tapped me on the shoulder and asked me, hey, would you like to help co-op and eventually run it? And I had great people in the community that helped me because it's a very big project to run Pagan Pride. I give it out to those people who are running it right now. They're doing great. Um, but after the Pagan Pride uh, went away, I started focusing my centering in the last two years on uh, Facebook, uh, podcasting. I started my own podcast with Spotify. Anybody mm -hmm. going to Spotify and go Solitary Pagans, plural, Haven, and they can find it. The app is free no charge for it so you can listen to it because there's a couple of my podcasts that I use the music from Spotify so they're like they only have the licensing so they don't spread it out as much but most of them are available on about five other platforms so that's one way 
And some of those podcasts are like during COVID, how to deal with being well, alone, yeah. how to not go out, how to be out, not be out in public, but call somebody, talk to your neighbor, let them know that everything's okay without personally going out and seeing them, a phone call, you know, something like that sort. And I do like affirmations. I did a podcast on affirmations. I mean, this is part of the good energy you make in the day. You wake up in the morning, you remember to say that affirmation. Your day is going to go a lot better because you've already put it and then say it at lunch and say it at dinner. You know, and then there's candle magic. And then I try to do each of the Sabbaths. I started with Samhain and now I did Yule. A little bit of information might be a little bit different of how I do stuff. It may not be Egyptian. It may be a little bit of something else I highlight at that time. But people have really been interested here in Vegas. They're looking for groups. Marissa's, like I said, I, I can't say enough about her. She's best friend and wonderful. She runs a wonderful organization. But um, this is what I'm wanting to do. I have a Patreon page, which is at Solitary Pagans Haven. If you want to support me, it's like $4 a month. If you want to support my podcast, that helps me pay for little things, internet, etc. cetera. Um, well, my audience understands that we're a pretty advanced audience, right folks? We all get, we get all get into that. This idea of pagan poverty is a thing of the past. We understand that it is. As long as people are presenting value, people are willing to represent them and, and to work with them. Um, that's one of the big things about Pagan World. Uh, I think our projects, and, and you know, check out the directory. Uh, we're connecting people to local groups, like as uh, Mr. Chase here. Are you Mr. Chase, Reverend Chase, Priestess Chase? Do you have an official title? Just Edward, that's fine. I don't have a real official title. I kind of, this thing, some people do this things to become, wow, I'm, everybody knows me. Me, I'm just out there to leave a legacy behind so that somebody else mm-hmm. sees it and goes, I like that. I want to do that too. And then it spreads around. I got you. know what you. I mean? That's, yeah. Now, I, I do also have a website. It's solitarypaganshaven.weebly.com. Now, there, there's more open, it's open to pagans, but it's also open to regular people. Say a pagan knows somebody that needs a shelter. There's a link mm-hmm. in there where you can find the local shelters here in Las Vegas or put in a zip code for where you live and find it. Uh, food banks, single parent things, you know, some of the things that the community mm-hmm. needs. When you first move out here, sometimes it's a little difficult. When you move anywhere, it's difficult, but, you know. So I try to put that stuff in there. There's I do tarot readings also. Now, my tarot readings, uh, I do that more of a, I want to help you. What's bothering you? Let me know your question. I'm going to give you the best answer to help you improve on what you're doing or help you continue what you're doing. Like a therapist almost is how I best describe it. Okay. So... And there's a link also, there's a link on the page, it's a contact page, to where you can go in there and it'll go right to my email. Just fill in what your little question is or your contact information. And if you want to join me on Facebook, it's Edward Chase, just put that in there. And then afterwards, it shows, my icon shows a little calendar in yellow circle with red Yule, because this is Yule this, this month coming up. And... I will add you into Solitary Pagan's Haven or Las Vegas Solitary Pagan's Haven because i got to make you a friend before I can add you in there. One of those little mm-hmm. inquiries. 
but I'm always looking to expand because right now I have 315 people in Las Vegas, solitary pagans. The group for solitary pagans Haven for the United States and world is 181. And then I have a company page. It's just sitting there to people to come to that has 1,700 followers around the world. Okay. So there's definitely a need well, out there to work together and try to, you know, there's balance and energy, good and bad. I mean, the balance is always going to be there. That's what keeps the world going around. But I try to keep it that way. Try to help people learn. It's a revolving mm-hmm. doorway. My, my program is a revolving doorway. I'm going to be having meetups soon once a month. You can come and share information or you can come and listen mm-hmm. to information. And if you don't make it the next month, that's okay. You come when you want. That way you have that freedom. Right. Um, so that makes absolute sense. And yet, again, so one of the reasons I think that uh, that's important for people to understand, I'm a big believer in pagan connections. As you know, I've committed myself this year to pagan connections, either through education, through the online site, or through the radio. And uh and talking with people like this, uh, like Mr. Chase here, Edward Chase. Um, I'm not used to talking to too many ads. Uh, ads kind of, it, it, I didn't grow up with a lot of ads around me, so it, it's, it's so it's always interesting. You were your um, own ad. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they said if you want to get something done, put an ad at the end of it. Um, ha, 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 it's a very punny joke. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, think about it. Finished, done. Yeah, I did it. Uh, Ed's. Uh, Ed's are behind a lot of things. I talk about this all the time. There's a secret, secret conspiracy of Ed's to get things done. Education. The, yeah, not all these things. There's a reason why they're. Um, I, uh, so there we go. But so I think what it is, I think one of the things is, is that uh, I'm hearing a lot and from people about the idea that we need to look at local and building local resources. And while we have a lot of national and international, um, our Pagan World site, as you know, has grown. You know, I've done bigger projects like that. On Thursday, we're going to be talking to Rolando Common, Gomez, Gomez Common, the Peace Warrior from the Parliament of World Religions out from the Philippines. We'll be talking from his office in the Philippines on Thursday night. Who's been leading wonderfully large scales that there's a real opportunity in 2024 to localize and to improve local conditions and have national groups working together because after all we need to connect as pagans because um it's been very interesting because you had pagan pride this year on november 11th i believe you had a very that nice is pride. correct it was very nice everything went really wonderful they had a lot of vendors they had performers mm-hmm. they had an author there i can't think of his name off the top of my head right now but it was really a great show. Everybody had a fun time. So for tourists going to Vegas, you know, you talked about Marissa around uh, the Artifice. Artifice? Club. Artifice, yes. Um, they're, they held the Halloween ball. They're going to be doing the uh, uh, witch, Witch's Ball. In... Witchmas, yeah. Witchmas. Boy, that guy cut my tongue. And Witchmas. So I'm a tourist, is it, you know, so I'm a tourist. Is there any way to connect with uh, the Vegas community? Or, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm coming out, there's a lot, you know, because I, I, 
originally, and I will continue to do it, so I'm coming out for the National Association of Broadcasters, which is next year, April 15th through the 17th, or 15th through the 19th, something like that. And I know a little bit, and I know a little bit about things around there, but, you know, there's like, like 2 million people go through Vegas every year, and a certain percentage of them are obviously pagans. Um, well, that's true, because at Pagan Pride, we get people from Utah, Arizona that come all the way to Vegas to attend our wonderful Pagan Pride ceremonies. Yes. So they hear about it somewhere. There used to be what was called Witch Box, and it, it was a good thing if you wanted to look something up in a, before you take oh, off sure. on a trip. But it's just kind of not as popular as it was or kept up. But oh, it's I mean, gone. It's vanished. Oh, is it? Wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it vanished in December of 2019. It went oh. off the air. Wow. Uh, it right was before good COVID. at one time. And that's why we're recommending. That's why uh, there's Magigora Magica is a good one. Uh, of course, the Pagan World Project is is working steadily to to rebuild that sort of connection. Because you're right, connections is everything. Um, but so there is not a good one yet. Uh, not yet. So it's word of mouth, you know. If you go on, put in a pagan groups or pagan Las Vegas, something's mm-hmm. going to pop up. You're probably going to hit oh, pagan sure. pride first. And then from there, those people are very knowledgeable, too, and can help you in directions as well as finding what's going on. Uh, Meetup is another one. The website for it's called Meetup, and it shows all the meetups. If you put in the search oh, engine sure. the right thing, that's another of good course. way to find meetups people. Are, yeah. um, I know Sin City Witches. You can look up them. They have uh, events. So there's a lot of ways to find events, but yep, not quite yet centralized. We have to work on that, folks. We need to remember, you know, circles on the ground. We have to start localizing, localizing, localizing. Uh, check out Pagan.World directory and uh, see what you, you know, what you think about that. Add your names. Um, okay. So let's get one last, uh, last bit. So paganism is thought of as being agricultural, wheel of the year type, and seasonal. But I, you know, my vision of Las Vegas. This might is not necessarily true, folks. This is not true. This is the thoughts of Ed Hubbard and the Pagan about the tropes of Las Vegas. Is you really don't have any seasons. You just have hot and air conditioning. Pretty much. <laughs> That's why so, they had to move Pagan Pride all the way into November. It used to be like June or July, and it was just like a hundred and something outside, and it was not reasonable so we talked to the head what's his name brian i can't think of it oh, right uh, now uh, brian but, yeah 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 brian and he said yeah. well you know the weather let's move it so he's yeah. a very understanding person he's a good leader for the organization and is there the weather is better in november uh 50s 60s 40s oh, wow. at night that's much better oh yeah it's better than 115. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that's the impression we get, that Vegas is like this perpetually hot area. Yeah, it's and hot and cold. It's a desert. <laughs> okay, people don't understand that. Well, in a desert, during the day, it's really hot because the sun's out. When the sun goes down, the cold comes. Mm-hmm. That's 
basically how that goes. If you go out in the middle of the desert somewhere during the day, most animals don't come out until nighttime when it's a little bit cooler. Of course. So that must make it really hard for like outdoor festivals. Uh, there's Mount I, Charleston and up in that area. I mean, it's a little bit of a mm-hmm. drive. Uh, there's another place called Sekhmet Temple, which is out by Cactus Springs, mm-hmm. which is a very nice area dedicated to Sekhmet. Uh, matter of fact, one year I had Pagan Pride, the whole mm-hmm. uh, event for that year out there and had so many, one person got everybody together from different groups, a representative to make the ritual for the end. I mean, I can't mention her name, but she did a wonderful yeah. job getting everybody together. Right. And it's nice to have good community connections like that, that somebody else can help you together. So there we go, folks. First look, our first introduction to, to Edward Chase, Solitary Pagan Haven. Um, and is it solitarypaganhaven.com? Pagans, P-A-N-G-S. Solitary Pagans Haven. There's an S on the end of Pagan. Buy yourself a favor. Buy the the secondary domain. Somebody donate them some money. You donate the money into it. Folks, make sure you're stacking properly because we're about to see a lot of things change in the Internet world. And so, yeah, there you go. You can go there. You can contact with him. He's online. He's easy to find. He's on Facebook. And uh, I really want to thank you for spending some time with me on this and i think yeah we're, we're gonna have to explore i'm telling you folks there's something in vegas there's something about the vegas community that i find very interesting and i think people who are and people have asked me about this about tourism in vegas and i've got a few suggestions and things like that but we need to really talk about this i mean after all we want to keep more money in our own community right that's our job and uh there you go so, yeah, there you go. Maybe you can become a spirit. Yeah, there's something. We can have people become tour guides. I know you guys do tours uh, around some of the haunted places. I know you have some of those around mm-hmm. the pagan places. Hmm? Yeah. So I have a question for you, Ed. Would I be able sure. to take this, this pagan world page? And is there a link that I can have or you can send me so I can put it up on my page so people can find you? Sure. I mean the radio show itself. This is what I sure. this is something else. This is something else I do. Like uh, there's uh, a Ray K Center out here in Vegas, and I tell them, hey, you know what? I'm coming to see you. You come see me. Let's exchange. I'll put everything on there. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's some other people. We work together. I advertise for you. You advertise for me. That's another great thing of working together in the community. Sure. So let me go ahead and share this with everybody and with you, and I will send you it. If you go to pagan.world, it's a metaverse name. It's, it actually really does work. And if you want something more standardized, it's paganworld.co, um, paganworld TV, a couple of different things. And it's a major site where people can connect. Um, but I will send you the individual link for this particular radio, uh, which is in the show notes, and we will send those off. Sure. And the idea of all of this is that we're creating a community of interconnectivity. So this idea of unifying pagans, stop it, folks, stop it, stop it. You can try all you want to unify pagans, but what you can't. What you can do, though, is connect them. 
and we can find common ground. <clears throat> and that we can build really successful things like Pagan Pride and the community around Las Vegas, which has so many interesting facets. So that's my big belief. And the more you can be found, the, and the more that it is, that we, the better off we are. And so uh, there you go. That's my philosophy. And so Pagan World is the portal, which I'm hoping to develop as we go along to the Pagan World. So you can find anything you're looking for in the Pagan World. Uh, kind of kind of like Witch Fox, but a little bit... Uh, something else. Something a little bit more. Something more 22nd century. So that's my goals. And, but one of the things I'm doing with this is the radio show. This is very retro, and I really like that. Um... There we go. There you go. I just sent yep, it to I you. Yep, I got it. Thank you. There you go. And that little and that will be there forever. Uh, so we believe in through their perpetuality. Uh, I'm a big believer in Dawnstar ancestors, as folks know. And so, okay, so you asked me one last question. We got into this kind of little chasing. So let's end it up on a bigger note. What makes – why should people come to Vegas and go to a Vegas ritual? Is there anything that makes it worth their while? I think there is, but what about you? There's a variety, just like there's the Druids, there's Marissa, there's other groups. You get a choice. You don't have to go with, well, that's all that's here. The variety lets you see what you want and Mm -hmm. test it. Maybe you don't know what Druids are about. You can go to that Druid one and say, hey, wow, this is fantastic. And it helps those people that are new to the craft and don't really know what they, which direction they want to go to. They can try a little bit of everything to get that option. So, and like when I teach, I teach very eclectic. That way, if somebody has a question, I go research it. I'm very good with crystals too. So they always ask me questions. Hey, Ed, uh, I'm sick with this. What do I do? I'm like, well, let me look it up, double check, and I'll get back to you and get you the best answer I can. Mm-hmm. So, and there you and go. commitment, there's a good commitment out here, too. I mean, when you ask a question, you're going to get an answer. They're going to get back to you soon in a timely manner. And so, folks, if you're in Vegas, check it out. If you're not in Vegas, go ahead and check out Solitary uh, Haven Pagans.com with an S. And there you go, folks. So, today, um, so thank you. And so... There we go. You know, the auction is continuing. We want you to go ahead and be part of the auction. I want to thank you, Mr. Chase, for being on with us today as we're finding out more about Vegas. And we are going to be in. Yes. And everybody's interest on Marissa. I can see it. Yes. We will be asking her to come on as well as others. And so. So thank you. Uh, thank you, uh Mr. Chase, and blessed be. Blessed be to you, and thank you for having me. I hope we talk more in the future and work together to spread that. that Absolutely. Dream. There we go, folks. And so well, let me go ahead. We're going to go on uh, with a little bit more of the show. We're going to be talking. I want to talk a little bit about the auction is out there, so you can join it. Just go to Pagan World. It's right on top. You see there's a sidebar. You'll see Pagan Auctions, and, and a lot of great things are on it. 
And uh, we need you, you know, we need you out there. So there you go, Pagan World Radio, though, it needs your help. So you want to do something, you want to be something, you want to change something, let me know. Let me tell the world. You tell me and I'll tell the world. You know, we are going to rebuild that that wonderful Pagan Voices, you know, when we, you know, that we've had. And so we're into that repetitive cycle where things do circle around. Oh, my gosh, how much did we ever think that things circle around? You know, Oberon talks about it all the time. Every 20 years is a, is, a, is a new cycle. But it's not really a circle. And I'm glad for that because that would mean we ended up back in the same spot and those would be frustrated. It's definitely a spiral. Um, and that means I'm back in the same place I was before, but I have a much higher altitude, a lot greater resources, a lot greater connections. Uh, people don't remember that back in two, on January 1st, 2010, and some do. People have been with me for a long time. But I did a 10-year social experiment to learn about it. On January 1st, or December 1st, I'm going to start the next great social experiment. So we're going to be there with that. I want you to know that that's a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of terrific energy. Keep coming on. If you want to be interviewed on uh, Pagan World uh, Radio or Pagan World TV, if you have a book, author, and everything else, write us at PaganWorldTV at gmail.com, and we'll get you there. So this is Ed, the Pagan, uh, from Pagan World. We've had a great interview, another great interview, and tomorrow we'll be back with even more. Blessed be.